But he's not a mutant, is he? He's Actually, he is, because he's mutated from normal humans, even though his parents got powers from a different way. But did right. they get powers from a different way? Or did yeah. their powers, did the cosmic rays activate their mutant gene that everybody has? And isn't every superhero actually a mutant? And the only reason they su- survive these things is the activation of the mutant gene. Hi there, and welcome to Hop and Charles Talk Comics, where all is right in the world, where I, Charles Herring, am opening the show for Season 3, Episode 11. And my very good friend and co-host, Javier Gonzalez, is going to sit quietly while I talk. Oh, wait, no, that's not how we do this. Hi, Hav, how you doing? I'm good, Charles, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you, Hav. We've been having fun with opening the show. I started it as a Valley Girl the first time, and we both laughed, and then he wanted me to continue it. And I chose not to. I hope you don't get rid of that audio because that was freaking gold. That was hearing you do the Valley Girl. Yeah. No, that's just, uh, you know, that's why I get up in the morning. That's why I put on the headphones. That's why we're talking to the microphone to hear you do stuff like that. That was awesome. I tell you. Awesome. You're overselling it. No, you know what? Hey, how dare you? undersell yourself and now you kind of have to let the listeners so i have to drop it in like right here oh my god and like welcome to like have and charles talk comics (laughs) sure or however look however your editing magic works with your ninja computer skills it's not really ninja computer skills it's more of a pause put in a clip separate the two tracks and then it just See everything you just said there, I, I, and I actually said it wrong. But yes, it's it's. I actually that that's about the limit to my ability to do this stuff. But it could happen. We'll see how I feel. Okay. Once I well, listen to it again, I'm just saying, you you uh, walk tall, sir, because that was Valley Girl Charles. I'm just saying, maybe Halloween costume. I don't know. I you no, know, I'm just putting no, that there. No, if I'm doing a Halloween costume, it's going to be Crowley from. Oh, nice. Hey, you know I'm in the final season of that. The final season of what? Supernatural. You said Crowley, right? Yeah, but I was talking about a different one. Oh, a different Crowley. Okay, Yeah, I was sorry. talking about the, the Crowley from uh, Azarephale and Crowley from, oh my God, I can't believe, Good Omens. Oh my Lord. From Good Omens. Okay. Yes, it's he's played by David Tennant. Okay. I, I And we've talked about this. I, for no reason, have not seen that. Uh, that's okay. You don't have to. You're just missing out on gold. That's what I've heard, man. Although I would highly recommend reading the book first, or at least having Julie read it to you. Right. And then, like, wipe my mouth while I'm comatose in the bed. And like, here you go. I'm going to read this to you. Well, no, I, that was just more of a... Hav is notorious for not reading. I don't... Well, hey, I don't know how... You know what? I shouldn't I, make... I, I, mean, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't joke about it. I do know you... I do know you can read because comic books have words in them. So I know you what? can read. You just choose what? not to read. I use, I use like the pictures to tell me the story. Then there is no way you got anything out of what you had us read. So... <laughs> okay. So Go today ahead. we're going to talk about two comments. Two comments. Two... I, I have more than two comments. Four comments. Two comics, like we, well, always do on a regular podcast instead of a bonus episode. 
And these two comics, one suggested by me and one suggested by Javier, just in case you forgot the format of the show, the comic that Hav suggested, as so often happens, is from the 80s, and it is an X-Men comic. Well, it's actually more than an X-Men comic. It is three separate comics, three separate runs of three separate comics that came across at the same time and is something called The Fall of the Mutants. I think, did I get that right? The Fall of the Mutants? Yeah, fall, yeah, fall of the mutants. So no the hey no the uh, okay yeah I don't know so deal with it to say it's long it was only nine issues and it felt like it was twenty nine it took me three hours to read it's picture books Hav it took me three hours to read it took me over a minute a page well I guess that's not how there one hundred twenty no it didn't take me over I, for some reason I decided an hour had a hundred minutes in it. <laughs> Just to give our listeners something to look forward to, we are also going to look, we're going to talk about the sixth gun that Charles suggested. Oh, I didn't have time to read that. Okay. Well, it's okay. I did. And I took copious notes. Oh, that's good. And a little more recent and anyway. Okay. So I, yes, like I usually, like I usually, no, not usually, like I sometimes do, I suggest things that I remember fondly that were in my wheelhouse as middle school hov. Ooh, I just referred to myself in the third person. All right, Caliban. Uh, right, or DJ Khalid. Have you have you ever watched? Do you watch Hot Ones? The guy the, where they eat the hot wings. No. <gasps> it's it's. I great. don't. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of interview shows. Matter of fact, the only times, the only way I watch, say that show that Seth Meyers is on where he does interviews, is the parts where he's not doing interviews. Where they because, do day drinking. No, which is I don't. Hilarious. Again, that's interviews. I mean the other parts of the show that are humorous but interactions between a host and a celebrity are not my jam at all not saying there's anything wrong with it there is but it's not my jam (laughs) the day drinking on seth meyers is funny the hot ones where they're eating increasingly hotter and hotter wings is hilarious in fact there's this young singer english singer capaldi have you heard of this kid he's like young i'm not trying to body shame he's a little pudgy looks like kind of dumpy and then he has a voice of an angel kind of guy and then he's fucking hilarious i'm just saying i'm gonna send you a link okay i'm going to not watch it okay well that's between you and you i'm Uh, just i'm just being perfectly honest i told you i don't like something you immediately continued to talk about it and then told me you were sending me a link i'm i'm gonna force it i'm gonna you know what you remember uh, whoa i'm very 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 nicely and politely discussing my boundaries with you and you're like nope nope but not only do not i do not do i not accept your boundaries i am going to force this on you Yep. You remember the scene in uh, Clockwork Orange where his eyes are peeled open by the little weird contraption and he's restrained in the chair? Oh, man. If you try to do that, there's going to be the most epic slap fight between the two of us. That's I'll, I'll, I'll drug you. You're, you'll be, you'll, you'll, you won't even, you won't even see it coming. You, it sounds like I've done this before or something. I got to be honest. I'm really disturbed the way this conversation has gone. <laughs> You're gonna be more. You're gonna. You're gonna be more disturbed a little later when you're uh, strapped down in your chair watching this Capaldi kid on Hot Ones. I'm just saying. Okay, that's enough of that. Anyways, yeah. So I suggested Fall of the Mutants. What'd you think? I think you don't know that I'm recording all of this. What? <laughs> this is being recorded? Huh? Hey, I. Uh, I was joking about all that. Officers, agents. 
Not that special agents from the FBI would be involved. Not that I've ever been interviewed by them for any reason. Well, if you do get interviewed by them, don't do what the lady here in Texas <laughs> did this week when the FBI showed up to ask her about calling a if she called a judge and she said yes she did but she doesn't have any plans to actually go out there and kill the judge in Washington DC but if the member of congress that she also threatened had the audacity to come to her area then she might be worried and now they seem surprised that she got arrested so i'm going to give and i'm not a lawyer so this is not legal advice from that standpoint, but I'm pretty sure every lawyer in the world will agree with me on this. If the FBI shows up at your house to ask you some questions, decline to answer them. Or if a police officer shows up to your house to ask you some questions, decline to answer them. Right. Tell them you would like to speak to your lawyer. Or don't be... I was going to say crazy, but that's doing well, don't uh, be, yeah. a disservice to crazy people or really people that have mental illness. I don't think she's mentally ill. I, I don't think... either. I think she's in, she's part of a, a cult, and this is what people that are part of a cult do. How do you go that far off the reservation? I don't know. It's insane. Well, first you start out with being a racist, and then you have a... I don't want to call him charismatic, but... Clearly, some people, they obviously think he is a charismatic fascist cult leader that yes. you have decided you're willing to die or go to prison for. And then here we have it. I It just blows my mind. And you definitely, you definitely want to tell them, the FBI agents, that you want to speak with a lawyer and you, or you would like a lawyer present and you decline to answer because do not answer questions untruthfully to an FBI agent because that's a federal crime. Yes. Right? So... Like I said, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not qualified to give legal advice. This is just friendly advice. <laughs> I, I am not, I am not acting, I'm not acting as a lawyer without a, without a law license. That's what Hav does. Hey, I have a license, Lisa. It's a driver's license, but whatever. Now, and Would I have you... a, I have a one that says I have a bar number and everything. Oh, okay. It's okay. all official looking. Okay, good. I pay the dues, and they let me go into the court, and I get to play with a microphone, and yeah, it's 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 Excellent. not fun. It's not fun. Sometimes it's fun. I'm sure yeah, sometimes it's no, fun. Yeah, it's overrated. All right. So yeah, no, that I was. So I saw that article about her threatening, and I was like, and 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 then I'm bracing for it. Oh, she's from Texas. Fuck. Fuck. Why? Like, why couldn't she be Florida Florida chick? She had to be from Texas. And I was like, ugh. Not that, look, I, it's not like I, we take, it just sucks. It just And also it's 109 degrees here, so. Oh my God. This whole state can go fuck itself. Oh my God, it's so hot. I have to turn, once it hits that high, I have to start turning my air conditioner up. So it's mm -hmm. just warmer in here because it just runs nonstop. It will not keep it where I want it. Right. So I just have to wave the white flag, put it up, and let it wait until the sun finally goes down, and then I can start cooling it off again because it is just ridiculously hot. Yes. The the greatest the greatest meme I saw was a cake someone claims to have found at H E B that says, I'm sorry for what I said when it was hundred and six. <laughs> That's funny. I saw I saw like one of those bank, you know, where they do the time yes. and temperature outside and it was just dang degrees. Yeah, it's oh my lord. 
Anyway, okay. Hey, weather talk. Okay, so look, I suggested Fall of the Mutants circa 1988. Yes. And this was very much in yours truly's wheelhouse when it comes to comic books. I mean, yeah, it was summer. July, look, I'm looking at it right now. July, no, whoa. No, July 87, sorry. So I remembered it fondly. I had not read this. I know you said a little bit. What what did you think overall? It's three it's three issues of three comics, all X-Men. It's Uncanny, X-Men, X-Factor, and Humans. I don't know that they actually in rereading it, I guess I didn't realize they don't really overlap. They're just they, three, they, three, three. They take place at the same time. Right. That's and and in some of them they're aware of what's going on with the other ones. The first set of it, which was was that Uncanny X-Men. Right. Uncanny X-Men don't seem to know what's going on with the with the others. They It takes place in Dallas, which I found amusing as hell. And some of the stuff they got was right. Because, you know, you're always, when they're when they're in your city, you're like, okay, let's see how stupid they are about that. But, man, they, they made a reference to the intersection of the tollway in 35. Yeah. And I was like, okay. There's a good shot of the skyline. There, when one of the intro shots. I, I didn't I didn't notice that. I what I did notice was when they're in the Galleria, it's got the Galleria the domed skylight that's in the Galleria. I was like, "Oh my god, that's the Galleria. Well done." So what I'm saying is I'm impressed with what they did there. That's all that I'm impressed with. <laughs> okay, fair. I, that's that's unfair. It's accurate, but it's unfair. <laughs> don't hey, don't hold back, big man. That was one of the longest comics i've ever read that nothing it was one it was just one long fight in each one of them that's that's all it was there was no and they managed to kill some people matter matter of fact in the first in the in the uncanny x-men they killed them all and then magically they didn't there you go i did it for you including including cyclops ex-wife which i finally figured out when i read the I think it was the ninth of these comics yesterday. Yeah. When I figured out that the redhead in that group that didn't have any powers was Cyclops' wife. Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor. Except we have no explanation why she, A, ran off. What the fuck happened to their kid? Don't worry about that. And I'm sorry. I'm I'm worried about their child. I'm sorry. I, I have feelings and clearly... Anywho. So... I do not understand what that was about. I don't understand why she's running around with mutants without any powers when she has a husband who's a mutant who she's clearly abandoned or was she kidnapped or was she brainwashed or I, I'm just throwing out spitball things that happen in comics and soap operas. And since this, it, since X-Men is the intersection of the most soap opera comic book there is. And by the way, that's saying a lot. No, it is. It is high drama. Yeah. High drama. Because lots of comic books are soap opery. The Spider-Man comics I read in the '80s, they were soap opera. Good lord, is all comic? Is that all that comic books were in the '80s? Is just soap operas? I think I think so. Holy crap! Look, especially you know, in hindsight, I don't know if you were like me in the '80s Clearly when I not. was home from school during the summers. Not that I'd stay inside all day, but I got me some All My Children, some Ryan's Hope. The soap opera, like the literal soap operas. I no, never, no, I never watched soap operas. I I watched a little with my when I would go out to my grandmother, she would watch some soap operas, and they just did not interest me at all. And then in, in college, 
I lived with my sister my first year. We had a, an apartment together, and she would watch some soap operas, and I'd fall asleep on the couch, and then she'd leave and leave it on. I would have the weirdest you, fucking dreams. I was going to say, you had some weird dreams. Uh, because, you know, it's that half nap sleep, because it was before I had to get up and go do something, so I'm just drowsing on the couch with that thing on, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I've, I am not a fan of soap operas. Okay, so, yes, I did suggest this. I remembered it fondly. I was on reread. I did not enjoy this nearly as much as I did um, the mutant mask. Not, not that I enjoyed the mutant masker, like them being maskered. I liked. I, I, I liked mutant masker a lot more than I did this. I, yes. I, same. I was. I, I, and look, there's. This is kind of a trilogy. There's mutant masker, follow the mutants, and then there's Inferno that comes up a little later. Which we'll I'm eventually, sh- for better or worse, read Inferno. Not that probably probably not even this season. I don't know. You keep suggesting this shit. There ain't going to be another season. <laughs> hey, I have. Just wait, Secret Wars two. I'll uh, I'll I'll put the kibosh on this whole thing, real fast. <laughs> so okay, before let me, uh, Uncanny X Men two twenty five to two twenty seven, X Factor twenty four to twenty six, New Mutants fifty nine to sixty one, three issues each. Not really intersecting is what I found out. Like, I was like, why aren't they jumping back and forth? They're just three issues each, standalone, happening at the same time. Uh, the creatives. So, on Uncanny, it's Chris Claremont and Mark Silvestri, writer, artist. On X Factor, it's Louise Simonson and Walt Simonson, husband, wife, writer, artist. And then it's also, I didn't realize it's, this. It's Louise? It's a woman. I know that. I was okay. going to say Louise. It's not Lewis, I don't think. Okay. I, and I then it's I, also her. And then it's also her writing New Mutants with Brett Bloodlands. Bloodlands? I may be butchering that. As it really weirdly cool, distinctive art. I'm gonna say. In New Mutants. Yeah. Yeah, New Mutants did does have interesting art. It's different. It's not the same as it's as the rest of it. God help me, I did like the last of the set better than the other two new mutants again it was very much like when we read mutant massacre and i was like oh my god the one x-men comic that i read is the worst of the group and that's the new mutants and again though they were kids and i was a kid so i liked them i think that has a lot to do with it but i did like some of what went on in the final trilogy of our nine-numberant and that that was things i liked the power pack was there Yes. I don't know why that amuses me, but when they just randomly throw Power Pack in because they were working so hard to make that a popular comic. I mean, it was, they pushed that in so many places. It was always an ad in all these other comics. I just remember Power Pack, Power Pack, Power Pack. And it's like, you're pushing to the wrong crowd. Yeah. No, it, it, look, it's a good idea, too. It, yeah. I, I'm not sure why it never caught on the way they hoped it would, because they really did. You're right. Hey, before I forget, Follow the Mutants, this is also, I don't know if you've seen that t-shirt where it's, it's got the four kids in like, you know, in like mug shots and it says it's 1987. Do you know, do you know what your children are? Oh no, that's a great shirt. And it's like, it's four kids and then Franklin Richards is on the far right and it says Muty, like in kind of graffiti on it. 
But he's not a mutant, is he? He's actually he is because he's mutated from normal humans, even though his parents got powers from a different way. But did right. they get powers from a different way, or did yeah. their powers? Did the cosmic rays activate their mutant gene that everybody has? And isn't every superhero actually a mutant? And the only reason they su- survive these things is the activation of the mutant gene. See, this is my. I I, I like it in I like it in Ultimate Comics when it turns out there isn't really a mutant and it's just genetics from experimentation on people and that's where it came from and then they release this and everybody loses their mind about it but then they still treat mutants like ever like they're so it's nothing literally nothing changed in the ultimate universe when that happens i think they get too much look i get it x-men mutant gene but just leave it at that just stop because like again we've talked about this before why does superman fly i don't need to hear about anti-gravitational no. forces he flies and... because the earth is trying to reject him because he's an alien so it pushes him up so it's actually every walking moment is him actively using his super strength to keep himself attached to the ground from just floating off yes because the earth is trying to repel him we really haven't talked much about what actually happens in this because they all die I said in the in the first one they all die and then they magically don't. In the second one, the one without powers dies and that kind of piss, pissed me off. But he dies a hero because he saves the life of a werewolf. Except she's a werewolf, so she wouldn't have died if she got shot. Because I very much doubt that there were silver bullets in the gun. Hey, you don't know. I, that's true. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that I'm correct. I don't want to short. Look, Apocalypse is a big player in this. Yes, and I I didn't get why this was just. If you were going to make me read a pot, uh, well, no, I'm, oh, God help me. I'm grateful that you didn't make me read a huge, big apocalypse thing. But age of but, age of apocalypse. You ready? Hey, how did you did you see my notes of what I'm going to suggest next? Is that what you're suggesting next? Oh, OK, I, I was going to say I, I, I was hoping no. you were gonna, I was hoping you were going to pace me from this shit. But no. Oh, it's worse. Oh, no, Hav has I'm, not, a, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not going to do that to you yet. Hav has a threatening look on his face. I get really excited about making us read crap i don't know why you know what i was really uh, you know I'll, i'm gonna come i'm gonna come down main street charles i was kind of disappointed in the reread i remembered this fondly and i remember liking it a lot and then that's about it and then on reread eh? i mean i know the four horsemen of the apocalypse are in it you got you it's, it's a bunch of setup i feel like to when we get to inferno maybe that's what it is it there felt like way too much i, I want to say too much exposition except they didn't explain anything in, in the first one you have this world dominating world creating trickster was that his name trickster yeah the, the the he took over the body of a shaman yes and then you have forge and it, it it kind of bookends something that forge did back when he was in vietnam and he closes it off later which none of that was really explained and was he really a bad guy or did he just make a mistake see i, I i'll lean towards the he made a mistake but he had to sacrifice all of the uncanny x-men and what's her name? Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor in order to do it. But then he sacrifices them because he had to use the same number of souls as he used of his dead comrades to close the portal that he had opened that the trickster came through. I mean, it, honestly, there was some interesting stuff in there. I executed better. I might enjoy it. But it was all of this dense text and there was way too much going on. And it just didn't it didn't hold together 
and it didn't explain, and it didn't even have the areas to explain. And since every single page, all the art was hidden hidden with text, you would think they would have explained it better. So Mark Silvestri does it. It's Chris Claremont, only on Uncanny, which was surprising to me. I didn't realize he wasn't writing New Mutants when this came out. Mark Silvestri would go on to do Image Comics, very style. Yeah, I'm going to say distinctive style. I think I feel like I, you can pick him out pretty easily when you see his art. He went on to Image Comics not too long. I mean, early 90s. After this, correct me if I'm wrong, Witchblade, maybe? Was that Mark Silvestri? If Hav was wrong, contact us at havandcharles.com. You know what? I, I fucking dare him. You, you send me an email because no, nobody knows how to use email. Nobody wants to talk to me. I'm just here not reading email. Sad hop. That was sad chicken. Yes. Look, I it is what it is. I I didn't realize also when I suggested it that they don't I thought it was gonna be one of those where it's like uncanny, then Ubens, yeah. then X Factor, then Uncanny. And no, it was three separate, three issue. Yes, they're all aware of what's going on. I, I it just it was a big setup. I think for Inferno, and did then that, that's did where that, did that come out right after that? I shortly after, maybe the okay. next summer, okay. oh, maybe. Okay. So like, I think year. these were kind of summer things. I feel okay. like I might be wrong about that. And that was the big. That's when Madeline Pryor turns into the Goblin Queen, and it's all messed up. It's weird. Oh, before I forget, so Uncanny at that time, the lineup was a little different than usual. You got Dazzler, you got Longshot. I don't know if you're familiar with him. And then you have a bunch of the other, you know, Rogue, Wolverine. When we when we read X-Factor, or when I read all of X-Factor, the the later ones with Multiple Man or whatever his name is. Yeah. That Longshot was in that. So I've read. I mean, okay. I, I know way too much about Longshot now. Okay. That Hollow they didn't Bo- know. The Hollow, Hollow Bones, Bones thing I forgot about. That was just, I don't know, dumb. I mean, he's an alien. The Earth is trying to repel him. That's why he flipped. No. Right. Duh. Who I'm, just gonna, rogue, I, I'm just going to lean into my made-up why Superman flies now. You should. You should. Who else is on that? Anyways, so... Oh, and then, you know, I, X-Factors, of course, the original X-Men lineup. I liked, I liked Colossus in this. I liked the beginning of him with the kids and him drawing and meeting whatever the weird lady is that's on the side of the good this time trying to stop the trickster and i like the fact that he was the catalyst to it changing because the shaman or the seer the seer in all of the time she saw the future and saw this end he was never there and any time from a fantasy or a any kind of thing where you're dealing with this is the way the end comes this is how we've envisioned the end if there's a wild card in it that's how it changes it's they did not envision this person being there and this person there changes the outcome and that's what happened here so i liked that except okay. they're they're kind of leaning into the outcome of they all died because they're all pretending that they've that they've decided that they won't go back and share with their loved ones that they're there they'll just go off which at the same time we find out that Scott Summers and Madeline Pryor. Nope. Jean Grey. Jean Grey are gonna jump back in bed together. Knocking the boots. Well, because his because the minute after one of them dies, he fucks another redhead. I mean, he just or 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 uh, what's her name? Emma Frost. She's not a redhead. 
Well, that that was also wasn't immediately after one died. Okay. He he, well, he learned he, he, he learned he, he learned from his mistakes. He makes you wear a redhead wig. I I have pointed out that I feel he has grown as a character and as a person, and that's one of the ways he's grown. When his when his redheaded paramour is no more, he decides to you know move on. Yeah. How about how about him? Wolverine and Jean being a a, a thruple. No, no, neither. neither I'm not none saying of the, hey. none of the none of the three is. I could see wanting to be any part of that. I don't know. I swear that was in the comics. Maybe I don't know. I or I'm just, I do remember I'm just... in one of the comics that you made me read. You had to explain Madeline Pryor being actually pretending dop- to be Jean Grey doppelganger. Yeah, pretending to be Jean Grey to marry Wolverine. Oh yeah, that was Earth uh, X. Yeah. Yes. Okay, oh. so then, so talked about the lineup for X Men. X Factor is the original X Men. Caliban's in there. You know, they got they're on the ship, and then New Mutants is Cannonball, Cipher, Magic, Mirage, Sunspot, Warlock, and Wolfsbane. That's all their code names. I really was into New Mutants when it was coming out. I adored it. I still do. Love the lineup. Magic for whatever reason. I liked all of them. Magic and Wolfsbane. I was gonna. I'm just gonna list off all of them. Probably. I really liked Magic. I really liked Wolfsbane. I liked Cannonball. I liked all of them. I just really freaking liked that comic when it was coming out. I, that that's all. I, I I don't know what else to say about it. I I, just I really read it when that. it came out too, and I liked it, and I got it every month when I went to the comic book store. So, so I, I get you on that um, it was Meg- right in it was right in our wheelhouse they brought out a group of teenage comic book people marvel knows where their bread is buttered and where to get people hooked and they did it again it, it's a good idea they don't do that anymore because they're really going after the m- middle-aged person with disposable income market but yeah i i kid they did miss marvel they did gwenpool they did no they, they are actually they are actually going after the use of moon, Miles moon girl they rebooted spider-man and ultimate comic books moon girl and devil dinosaur yeah no i mean look hey they they gotta hey the, everybody's gotta make a little a little scratch the unbeatable squirrel girl Ooh, did yeah. you see is it i swear i saw that the uh at&t spokesperson woman mm-hmm. is going to be squirrel girl no, I did not see that. Who is the AT&T spokesperson woman? If, if you see an AT&T commercial, Oh, you're talking the about the, the brunette? Yeah. Okay. She, which, if that's the casting, I'm, that's awesome. Isn't she a little old? I don't I mean, she might be in her 30s. Well, yeah, but the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl's at most in college. Oh, well, don't worry about that. I, I'm just saying. Okay, so I didn't, even, it, I didn't even know they were making a movie or are they making a TV show. I have no idea. I just saw something that it, it might have been a fan casting. I it, don't know. It might be a fan casting. I don't even know if that's a good casting. Anywho, before I forget, also this I is mean, when does Magneto she even have a big bushy squirrel tail. So I, now I, they're going to use CGI or a prosthetic. That's just bullshit. This is the woke media. This is this is where you're going to draw the line. Anyway. You die on that hill. Magneto's in charge of the uh, Nubians. I also yes. wanted to mention that. How do yeah. you feel about Magneto being trying to be good? I think Magneto, he's not doing a very good job. I mean, they're not obeying him. And I mean, we know they, all the X-Men obeyed Charles Xavier. Well, actually, the only reason they ever obeyed him is they he manipulated their mind to obey him. So, no, I do not think he is a good 
a good figure to run a school with children. Although so this... I don't disagree with him in the Mutant Registration Act. Say again? I don't disagree with him about the Mutant Registration Act. Yeah. I mean, when we start registering people, and I did like, I don't know if it was him, but it was someone was pointing out with this, you're going to, you're going to register all of the people that volunteer to do this, most many of which have no powers that are dangerous in any way whatsoever, or even particularly powerful. And then when others act up and do bad things, they're the ones that are going to suffer. They're going to be the ones that are sequestered into camps. And if you do things that the government is likely to force you into fighting their wars for you, I, it's not wrong. It's human history. That's exactly what would happen. Yeah. So, but that's why this is what the mutants are. The mutants are the Jews, and they were created by two Jewish fellows. Yeah. So. Yeah. Look, the only other note I have is when Cipher dies in this. This is when he. I I, I did not realize when I suggested this. This is when he dies. That hit me hard. Yeah. No. That's when, when, it, when it came out. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I didn't read Aaron, it when it came Aaron, out. But it Doug sucked Ramsey, it. and I remember reading it. I think we were, I dude, I remember this so we were like on one of our family, like going to Astro World or I want to say Astro World or Six Flags coming up here and reading it and like reading it again, like okay, and then reading the next issue, like they're gonna undo this. Like even I knew comics, he's not really dead, mm-hmm. but no, he stayed dead for a while. Did he? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I mean, the rest of it, I and I was just. It just hit me. I mean, like, I, I I, imagine it's like, again, middle school me. Like when Gwen Stacy died, if, if you were a kid reading that. Or, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something else. If for whatever reason, that that I will never forget being in the car reading this comic, mm-hmm. driving to whatever, Houston or something. I'm like, what? Huh? Uh, okay. I didn't. Well, well, and it's one of your first introductions to, oh my God, they can kill a beloved character in something and stay dead for a good i mean i think they eventually bring him back of like you know comics but stayed dead for a while like by the time i was done reading comics as a kid so that that was the other thing i wanted to i don't know point out or okay whatever i i took some screenshots some of them were just personal things because i did actually take the dallas skyline at that i told you i forgot that they had the skyline but i did do a screenshot of it yeah yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yes, and then there was the, also the screenshot of the Galleria. Yeah, nice. So one of the the first screenshot I did, though, it amused me because how far back complaining about woke goes. Because Colossus is sitting drawing pictures for the boys in the town in I guess Scotland. Yeah. And one of the the boys say, "I did not understand about the X Men team used to be so boss." Now they're all a bunch of girls. They need yeah. they need more boy mutants. So they were already getting this pushback at that point, and and they put it in there. And then too many t- chicks, man. And then today, I, you and I were talking about Harley Quinn, and I I'm all caught up on it. Just wanted something to do, so I started rewatching it from the beginning too. And I just got to season two, where they had the two guys. At the open of a, open of it, one of which is talking about, no, I don't want to watch Harley Quinn and da da da. And he starts ranting and he goes, he says, I've never watched it and it's all this. And he's saying stuff. And he's like, wow, that's exactly what this review said. Did you write this review? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wrote this review. 
So that cracked me up because I'm like, oh my God, this is just the crap that has been going. It's it's going on forever. Surprise, how, surprise. How dare you include other people or anything? I just... No chicks, man. What the hell? No chicks. You know what? Yeah. Mutant Registration Act. I don't know. Is there anything else? I mean, what really happens in this besides Cypher dying? X Factor, Ramsey. X Factor comes out as mutants. That's true. They that, do come out as mutants. The, the Apocalypse. And, and they were they were they were considered heroes because they actually helped. I I did like. I I have to say some stuff I liked. I did like after that went on. The cops show up after the whole thing. They've crashed Apocalypse ship down and they brought it down. The only thing really destroyed and it was a great scene where they made it just barely miss the Statue of Liberty and then it crushes X-Factor's headquarters, killing all the clerical staff. They didn't bring that up. That's some bullshit, by the way. I'm Don't just, worry about that. I'm just assuming there was clerical staff in it. And, I, and then they come out as mutants and then, then as they're there, a lieutenant, a, a police officer is talking to him about it. Wow, you did a great job and all of this and the lieutenant is arrest them and at the same time they're trying to help people that were injured and this other cop is i i loved it when gene gray picks them all up because they ask what hospital is the best hospital to take them to there's been a lot going on which has the most capacity at the moment and they say it and then she picks them up and as she's using her telekinesis to carry them away the cop turns to the lieutenant and goes you still want me to arrest him he's like and then he follows him around and at the end they they're like okay they they they're He's telling him, you know, y'all should get some rest. Then they're like, well, aren't you going to arrest us now? He's like, well, you're really heroes. And actually, no, I don't want to arrest you at all. I know you're your heroes. And then they give them a, a ride back to the ship, which only mutants can go into. And Apocalypse is saying this is going to cause them problems later on. I've given this this magical technology, but it's going to make the non-mutants angry at them because they have something they can't have. Like, just reprogram that shit and then everybody can have it anyway. So I did I did like the, the the cop realization. I liked some of the same stuff that was going on with Wolverine and the people talking to him. Well, you're a mutant and then like, oh wait, you're just trying to help people. It's like, yeah, just mutants are just like people because you know, they're people. We are people. Th- yeah. Those are good things. Just poorly, poorly executed. Again, or I just, just I, too much. Too much. I didn't realize they weren't intersecting. Like yeah. they were all three standalone. That's uh, I don't have much more. It sounds like you liked it, but didn't like it. And not uh, that you didn't like it. Just I think it's the same as I had on reread. Oh no! It, oh no! I did not like it. <laughs> no, I, I want to be. I, I'm I'm saying some things that were in it that I liked, but overall I didn't like it. I did not get that much from it. There was some stuff in there that was good. There was some stuff that I took some screenshots of for my own personal amusement because now I'm going to start collecting this as a theme. There, that was when they were in the X Factor. The original X Men guys were laid out on tables with their feet and arms clamped. The flat examination yeah. tables. That the only place I any of us have ever seen tables like that are in comic books yet they're all through comic books i and it is i mean since since comic books began the bad guys have a flat tilted table standard at, at like a 45 degree angle something like that so yeah so you, yeah you're, like... you're not standing yeah half of 90 90 45 <gasps> there you go oh so they're at a at a 45 degree angle so they're they're not completely upright but they're all flattened out and i on on these particular ones i was looking at the they had these these square 
things to hold their hands and feet down and looking at them i don't know how they couldn't just pull their hands out of them it wasn't don't worry, like, about, don't worry, don't worry about that i mean it was so poorly not poorly drawn it was clearly a design choice but it's like wait that there they could just <laughs> well i think that was well the the great walt simonson who was draw drawing uh with his wife writing who, who had the you know he's that aside he had that huge run on Thor back okay. in the 80s where he wrote and drew it. He did some, I, I'm blanking on what else he did, but that was, he had like the huge, that's when Frog, you had, you had Frog Thor. Throg. Uh, and you get. Throg. Um, it's Throg. Pronounce it correctly. Sorry. And then you get Beta Ray Bill in that run. Uh-huh. Anyways, I just wanted uh, now that we're talking about that because I know exactly what cover you're talking about. Very distinctive, cool art style, in my opinion. So, in fact, I have a piece of original art by him that I'm proud cool. of. Very cool. That I need to eventually hang up somewhere if I ever finish out the garage. Now, I look. It, it is what it is. It, it, I feel like it was a lot of setup. We really didn't talk. I mean, yes, there's uh, apocalypse. The four horsemen. Angel turns into whatever. I, did he go by a different moniker because he turned all weird and blue? Yeah, he went by death. De- yeah, he was one. Yeah, he was death. He, he was, was the, the fourth, the fourth horseman, horseman of the apocalypse. Yeah, he went by death. But I, I think that for some reason, I thought they eventually because he comes back to the fold. Of course, eventually. No, anything else on this one? No. So the second comic that we read is called The Sixth Gun, and it is a Western that takes place after the Civil War in the United States of America. What'd you think of it? It was good. It was it was I not probably something No, definitely not something I would just say, ooh, a Western supernatural and I wouldn't just say, "Ooh, that's my 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 ballywick. Let me pick it up." But I was I'm gonna say pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did. I was real when I was reading it. I was realizing I never got into or decided to go back and read like all the DC or Marvel Western stuff from back in the day. Nor do I think they've done anything here recently that I can think of off the top of my head, like Jonah Hex or. Is DC, and then I'm trying to think of the the Marvel stuff. I know Jack Kirby did a bunch of Marvel Western stuff back in the day. I never, I never got into it. I'm not saying it's bad, but I was, I, I say pleasantly surprised. It was good. It was, I liked it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we can get into it. I mean, there's, I, I, I took a lot of notes on this one because it was, a, it was uh, cool. The the six guns, a portal to hell. Yeah, wait, wait, did you had you read this before, or was it blind? Okay, blind. I I saw something online about it, and then I read the synopsis of it on Hoopla, and I thought, you know what, that sounds interesting. I I like I like different comics. I like people delving off. I did think about exactly what you were talking about. I've never read any of the Western comics, really. I've read some of the newer comics that they will pull one of the Western characters forward in time and then they're around and I kind of like that. The problem is I am absolutely sure that the Western comics are still the comics of their time and I probably wouldn't like them as much. But as a kid, I used to love watching Westerns. I liked Western movies and I like historical dramas pretty much of 
lots of different types. That's one of the reasons why I wanted when we read uh, The Good Asian. That that was something that I kind of like. It, it one, it had all the noir stuff going on, but two, it took place in an earlier time. I'm watching right now Warrior on HBO, the show that was on Max. It was based on Bruce Lee's idea that eventually got made into Kung Fu. And it takes place in the 1800s after world uh, after the Civil War in San Francisco, Chinatown. And it's about the Tongs. And I'm really enjoying it. And there's a lot of Kung Fu fighting, which is fun. But it's, it's a lot of fun. And this is kind of what this makes me think of as well. It's, it's actually similarly timed eras. Right. But a completely different thing going on. But I, I highly recommend Warrior is what I'm saying. Okay, but good the, to know. Yeah, the sixth gun is... It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It has a lot of things that I enjoy. You like horror. I like supernatural stuff more than I do horror. But this is kind of an intersection of both. There's some stuff in there that could be considered horror tropes. I mean, they have zombies and they have... But it is definitely... Ghosts, super- spirits... Yes. Yeah. So there are six guns. Each one has a particular power. We don't really... I don't get what the sixth gun is... I got notes. Go ahead. Okay. The sixth gun is the one that they're really looking for. because That's the the one that General... So General Oleander Bedford comes back from the dead because he's an evil son of a bitch. Confederate general, of course. I think that one... The sixth gun, I think you see visions of the future. Yeah. That's why... He could always win the battles. That's one of the reasons, except it, it won't show you, it really won't show you your own death. Because that was, that's the one thing he, that was how they were able to get him and kill him. Although he took down many, many with him. There's a, there's a gentleman that, there are, in the beginning, there are a few people in black Pinkerton suits. Uh, yeah, two, they're two, Pinker, they are Pinkertons. Well, two of them are Pinkertons, the other one's not. Right. Okay. That, that was why I was saying there are, there are two, two. Two groups that look like Pinkertons. Two are. And they're talking to a woman and she's telling them they've been finding her occult objects. And she they she sends them off to get something else. Then we see this other guy whose name is Drake Sylvester. No. Drake, Drake Sinclair. Sinclair. Hey, I was actually pretty close with you my were joke. Cl- you were close. Uh, and that's Mrs. Hume, by the okay. way. The that's lady Mrs. that the Pinkertons are working for. Yes. That we find out later is the general's wife. Yes. Yes. So Drake Sinclair goes and finds the gallows tree or something like that. And right. it's all where the dead men are hung. And they give him, in a, in the agreement that he will burn the map to them, because it's the last one around, they give him the information that he needs to go find where the sixth gun is, because he's looking for the sixth gun. The Pinkertons find her first, and he doesn't burn the map, by the way, because... Oh, he double-crosses... Oh, he double-crosses the gallows tree. By the way, you know that's going to come back to haunt him. Oh, sure. Which is awesome. But he also also knows that and doesn't care. He also knows he's not a good person. Oh, yeah, he knows he's going to burn in everlasting hellfire if there is, and he's going to do... Actually, he's going to do good until that happens. Because he did not like who he was in the Civil War. He had the opportunity to pick up one of the six guns because he, he was one of the general's men and he refused and he's been hunted by them ever since. So now he's hunting them. Yeah. Is that a yeah. good synopsis? Yeah. And well, and then the so the sixth gun was taken from the general Oleander, whatever.
or Bedford by a preacher, and that's where he Sinclair intersects with the the stepdaughter of yes. the preacher because she picked up the gun. You can only pick up one of these guns if the owner is dead. Once it's once the next person picks it up after the death of the owner of the gun, it then imprints on that person, and anybody else that tries to pick it up is horribly burned. Yeah, it's burning. Yeah, yeah. You see that at the end. Well, you see that at the very beginning when she picks up the gun after they murder her stepfather. And then she passes out because she has her first vision. And then somebody reaches over to grab it. And the Pinkerton's like, no, 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 no. Because the guy gets burned and drops it. Yeah. But later, yeah, that's when Drake picks it up because it's been dropped and uses it. Lets it burn him for a while so he can use it to save her life. Before I forget, so this, again, the sixth gun, written by Cullen Bunn and art by Brian Hurt. Great art. Really good art. Very well done. Uh, Oni, uh, uh, publisher Oni, O-N-I Press, uh, indie, kind of indie, not real. I mean, they're, they've been around for a while. But yeah, since 97, huh? I didn't realize it was, I thought they were a little longer than that. But very, very, very good. I, I just wanted to point that out or just yeah. mention the creatives. And the, it wasn't, it's not a big two. It's not even no. image. So always kind of cool to, there's a lot... Reading this, I also realized there's so many good stories out there. So many good ideas that, yeah, this doesn't fit in DC. This doesn't fit in Marvel. This doesn't fit in any bigger. This is just its own thing. And I'm so glad there are publishers like this where these kind of stories can find a home. And yeah, and be published. I I, I really... It was good. Um, this would make else? This would make a great streaming show or a great movie. Yeah. Man, did you ever watch the movie Jonah Hex? I never did. I did not know. Because I was thinking about that too. You, yes, this. I don't know much about DC's Jonah Hex. I know what is Josh Brolin. Yes. Megan Fox were in it. Yeah, I. That's a, that's about all I know. Yeah, the only Jonah Hex I've seen is when he's on. What is the? Sh- what is my favorite of the Marvel show? No, the DC shows. Justice League CW. Unlimited. No, on the CW Legends of Tomorrow. He was on oh, Legends. really? Yeah, he was on Legends of Tomorrow. I loved Legends of Tomorrow after about the first season. You get I was going to say, se- I only watched the first You get through the first, se- first season, and about halfway through the second season, they realize, wait a minute, comic books can be silly and fun. Instead of getting darker and darker and darker like every other freaking DC show did, I mean, they got, I, don't get me wrong, it worked really well with Arrow because Arrow started out dark, and he's going down a dark damn path. But man, Flash started out light and fun and got darker and darker and darker to the point I can't watch it. I still cannot. I, I want to finish it and I can't get I'm, I'm they haven't even. Anyway, I just can't get through it because it's just like, my God, really have fun. It's Flash. You should have fun with certain certain comic book characters are fun, especially they, with his rogues gallery and everything about it can be fun. But they, it's just seems it's just too dark for me. It just got away from what I liked about it. But the Legends of Tomorrow instead said, you know what? Fuck it. Can't, can't be. Oh, my God. And it was glorious. It, Good. It was a live-action cartoon. The fun, you know, how much fun a, a campy superhero cartoon can be? This yeah. is what they, they did. And they did some silly-ass shit. And it was great. And I went off on a tangent. I even forgot. I forgot. No, no. It, I forgot um, where we were started from on this. Oh, Jonah Hex was in it. Yes. 
Yes, at, at well, times. there it was. So the speaking bold. of that, animated DC Brave and the Bold. Have you ever watched it? I have not. No. It's you know, Brave and the Bold was Batman's team up book. He'd always team up with somebody different. It's an animated show. It's Diedrich Bader. Yes, he he does the voice of Batman. So the same guy that's in Harley Quinn. He is. Yeah. Oh my god. And I it's love, fun. It's it's just fun. I love Diedrich Bader. Oh no, he's hilarious. He is just so fucking great. That that bit in when he was what's that what's that movie with the flare Office Space. Oh. When he played the neighbor and he would two two t- chicks man two chicks man no that and so when the main character asked him so does does anybody ever on, on Monday morning ask you if you gotta tell you you got a case of the Mondays what no man what what the hell what <laughs> Just, I think you. I think you get your ass kicked. <laughs> Somebody asked you that. It gets all offensive, all offended. Uh, I'm doing this drywall job in Las Colinas on the new McDonald's out there. I don't know. There's so many. Yeah, oh, I lo- that movie. That movie was I, cool. it holds holds up. I want to say I, I, it has to hold up. It has to hold up. Uh, I I need to watch that again. I used to love that fucking movie. So yeah. So the, just so you know, if you want just a nice silly. Brave and the Bold, Max. Okay. HBO Max? No, just Max. Hey. No. They HBO. dropped HBO. HBO. Yeah, they're. they're I idiots. can't. I can't. I can't with. I can't with these major corporations taking rebranding. brands, not rebranding, fucking over brands. Are you insane? You have a brand. You have a hey, brand. Hey, Elon Musk is it's smart. Not, it's not TV. It's HBO, and that fucking worked. People love HBO. It was dumb enough when their streaming service was called HBO Max. But then they're going to drop the part everybody fucking knows. Max. Now and it's leave Max. and leave the other part. Which that is makes... short for for Maximilian, by the way. <laughs> Nobody knows that. Hey, it makes sense. Dropping drop, drop that. It, it, it makes sense. Yeah. It, it, it jives. And let's not even talk about Twitter. That just... Hey, hey, Elon Musk is very smart. He's the richest man on the planet for some reason. Maybe because he was seated with like 100 million to start or more. But hey, he knows what he's doing, man. Good Lord. The people that are Elon Musk like fanboys and girls, that's a weird thing, right? Like why would... I feel like it's a Trump thing too. Where... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cult-like thing. Look, I, I don't... Elon Musk is not stupid. And I know we like to make jokes. I, I, hell, I'll make jokes. He's not stupid. The problem is he's looked at as a genius. Just because you're rich doesn't make you a genius. A genius is a different thing. Just because you buy companies? That, and put your name on it does not mean you built this company. He did not come up with any of the technology of any of it. From what I understand, he was a mediocre coder, but he was in with the right people. Hey, there's something to be said for spotting talent and a good idea and Sh- buying it. Sure. If sure. I had enough money, Sure. I'm not saying, I, I'm just saying that doesn't make you a fucking genius. It doesn't mean you can move the world. His ideas are fucking stupid. And most of the ideas are intentionally fucking stupid to make it so he doesn't have to... Follow through. Well, so his other things can make money, i.e. the inner loop kind of crap because this digging tunnels so cars... No, I was going to ask you, I was going to say about the tubes that he wanted, like... The Hyperloop tubes and things like that. That was to get rid of ideas like that or to get rid of the idea of public transportation so he can sell more cars. Car companies are not a fan of public transportation. What? Yeah. Okay. 
Oh shit. Well, that you you heard that here first, folks. Newsflash. Okay, so the whole thing is there's these six guns, Porter Hell. The guns have been around, or these emblems. I, I that was another thing. So these em, these red emblems on the on the um, what do you call it? The thing you hold the gun on the stock, or there's these red emblems, and you see a flashback that they've been on like the Knights Templars swords, and then those six those those red emblems were like on caveman's like they've been around forever. So these things are been around, timeless, and now they're on these guns. And now there's a porter to hell, apparently, where if you put all the six guns in there, apparently, you can open the portal. And they're all going to, it's called the Maw, M-A-W. And they all get there for the big showdown where, yeah, they, it's a big it's a big fight. And Sinclair and I think her name is Becky, the stepdaughter of the preacher that's killed at the very beginning. They have a couple guns and then sinclair collects a couple more and they're doing battle with uh with the general oh and then mrs 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 hume his wife did you like the part where her arm gets chopped off oh yeah and then it grows an entire another person and then she ages and yes, then the, she ages. The, the, the the new version shoots the old one yes yeah it was uh, that was that was pretty cool like i i kind of want to see that in a movie that'd be kind of cool yes it would Anyway, so that was, uh, it was, it was, I was, yeah, I was, uh, I liked it. Uh, it was fun. What else? Oh, so the guns. One shoots like a cannon. One flames from hell. The other one, if you shoot somebody, it rots their flesh, like, instantly. What else? One, oh, the, the one that Mrs. Hume has, it, it, eternal youth and healing powers. The one can conjure spirits of anybody that the person wielding it has killed. So if you killed a lot of people, you get a lot of zombie people out of the dirt. And then the last one is the one that the general wants, and that's the visions of the future. So, yeah. It was really, really... They didn't cram too much in, too. I mean, this is a big... They set up a very distinct universe where these rules are in play, and they do a really good job of not overwhelming you and introducing... I, I recognize that, too. They don't introduce too many characters too fast. Like, I, a lot of these, there's like, there's 23 characters in the first issue. I'm like, whoa, what's going... No, this is very... They slow, it, it, They slowly build everything that they're doing. They, yes, it was... They do a great job of this is... This is one character. This is what they're about. They don't necessarily tell you what the, each character is about, but you get an idea of who they are, and then you find out later what their motivations are. I loved the scene with the preacher's daughter when they're, quote, teaching her how to shoot, and then she just blows away all the stuff, and she's like, yeah, my dad already taught me how to shoot. <laughs> yeah, you chauvinistic pieces of shit. I, I, I don't think she was quite that, but yes. Yeah, actually... That's fairly accurate, but it, it was it was great because she's all she's gung ho and ready to go. She's like, okay, fuck it. The, yeah, they killed her paw. Her they, her they killed her paw. Her paw was the kind of guy that would get a group together to go after a monster. Yeah, because he brought down the general. Yes, and she was raised. She was raised to be around people like that. So I I loved that. That was just really well done. I so, liked the the Bill John O'Henry. The guy you get introduced, I don't know how many issues in, the, the gambler. The second issue. At second the, issue? Yeah, easily the second issue. I think it's the opening of the second issue because he's just sitting there. Because it goes, it, it, it did a big jump from the end of the first issue where she's kidnapped and then he's chasing. And then all of a sudden they're... At the bar? They're at the bar. 
Okay. So, and, but no, that was great. Yeah. He's this, just, just this silver tongued. Yeah. Bon, Bonheim. I, 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 I got a little Irish feel on him. Oh, yeah. Oh, Henry. Oh, I oh mean, see, I forgot his last name. Bill, okay, John, yeah, Bill, Bill John O'Henry. John O'Henry. Oh, I mean, he was just, and he's he was great. And they're like, oh, are you cheating? He's like, no, I'm not. Now, I have been known to stack a deck and to do all this, but gentlemen, I, I am not cheating you right here. Okay, and speaking of that, you know what? I'm glad you pointed that out or mentioned that. Card Sharp with uh-huh. a P as in Paul at the end, uh-huh. not Card Shark no, with sh- a K. I always thought of it as Card Shark. Well, and I've been saying it wrong this whole time, or are, didn't I think there? I think this is one of the things where it was originally card sharp, but I think it has become two different things, or this, two different phrases to use for for that. Okay, because he even I, says I'm yes. not I'm not sharping. I mean, yeah. it, he uses it in a different way, and I was like, ah, I never yes. learned something new reading comics. That's yeah. why you read comics. No, it was it, I. That was cool. Everything it was it was really good. I and I'm not I don't I'm not saying that begrudgingly. I just I was I really liked it. I'm a, I'm gonna read more because there's two more volumes. Yeah, and it's not it's a quick read. Yes, it was it was a hundred pages less or a hundred and thirty pages less than what you suggested, and it took me an hour less than that. Yeah, less than yeah. that. So. I just because I did I read everything yesterday. I literally read it all yesterday, and I was worried I wasn't going to finish it because I read yours first. Because I was like, you you can. I had hopes that I would enjoy this one, and I did not have great hopes because I had started reading yours right after you did it. I read the first five pages, and then I was like, you're like, oh nope, my god, this is fuck gonna, you. This is, is going to be this is going to be rough. It's going to be rough. So I I waited, and then I buried myself in a hole. That's why I moved us. That's why I moved us because I wasn't going to get it done on Thursday. Yeah. So I was like, let's let's record Saturday. And I had, by the way, and it wasn't even I edited. I finished editing Wednesday and had it uploaded. So it wasn't even like I was like, oh, I got to make sure I have time to edit on Thursday. Nope, just didn't read. Read yesterday and read late in the day too. Took a nap because I was like, I just can't get. Took a nap. Got up at three. I was like, okay, you got to start. I was still, I was still you, reading you it after. Organize your junk drawer. Oh, oh, just... oh! I, oh, I did. I read for. I read about half of it, and then I got up and I vacuumed the entire house. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, okay, then I read, uh, I think I got through, I think I then got through the New Mutants, so I took another break. I had to take a break from reading a comic book, man. I, I okay, to- all right, all right, we get it. We get it. We get it. I oh, don't think we, you do. We were talking about Westerns, and I wrote this down, I don't want to forget to mention it. Okay. Did you ever watch Wild Wild West, the, uh, re- not the, not the Will Smith, yes. the reruns? Yes. I adored that sh- it was on Sundays, I think, for, and I would watch it after we'd come come back from from mass when we used to be, you know, God fearing people. This made me think of that for whatever reason, in a, in a kind of w- weird way. The Wild Wild West because they do all this kind of weird, fun stuff. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted to mention that for some reason. Uh, Love that show. It- Westerns fan you. Yes, grew up grew up as a fan of westerns. Used to love watching westerns. Okay, loved 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 westerns. Lo- Did you ever watch- love western movies a lot? I, I, I love many western movies. When I was a kid, I watched the spaghetti westerns with yeah. Clint Eastwood. 
Sure. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Man I, Without a Name. Man Without a Name. Then I watched latter ones, The Outlaw Josie Wales. Just a lot of this stuff. And boy, Unforgiven was one of my all-time oh, yeah. favorite movies. That movie was incredible. You talk about a funny, a funny thing. The script was written, and I think... If I, re- I read a thing about it recently online. The script for Unforgiven was written by somebody, and it got into the read pile for Clint Eastwood's reader. So, so because a lot of people, when they're doing stuff, they have somebody that reads and then suggests them. So they're not reading this big pile. Somebody else is reading the big pile. And she told him not to bother. It was garbage. And I think she wrote the outlaw Josie Wales. So, this, so it's not like it was It was just she did not get it. She did not like the idea of Unforgiven. And then when he finally read it, he put it in his pocket because he wanted to wait until he was old enough to play. So he had it for a while. Once oh, he wow. finally read okay. it, he wanted to play that part. So he waited. And yeah, and I I think they had to... I think he they directed to, it too, right? He did. He, direct, he, he directed... He directed it, and he also he also had to talk Gene Hackman into doing it. Huh. Gene Hackman didn't want to do it because he didn't want to glorify violence, which made me like Gene Hackman even more. So, well, especially since he was in, he was in. He's been in a lot of violent. What's the? He plays the detective, uh, the French Connection. Yeah. He was in. What's the shoot 'em up with Warren Beatty in? Oh, oh, that's the other. That's the other thing. The French Connection. The director of the French Connection uh-huh. did not want him. Really? Really. Okay. Popeye Doyle, right? That's um, correct. Did not want him. I've never seen that movie, but that cracks me up. This this huge, giant, famous movie. And I read a whole thing about that making, and he didn't want him. And the bad guy in it was the wrong bad guy because he saw he had seen another movie, and he told somebody, get me the guy and get me this guy from that movie. And they got him the wrong guy from that movie. So oh no! His two main characters he did not want at all. <laughs> and then it's now considered yes. greatness. Yes. Now what's the one with uh? Is it Lauren Bacall? Not Lauren Bacall. Whoops. Warren Beatty. The the two people in Texas that that go on the the sh- crime spree. Oh my God. How Bonnie, I... Bonnie and Clyde. Thank you, You're Jesus welcome. Christ. He was in Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. He. he... I don't think that glorifies gun violence. Eh. Okay. I... And maybe, maybe he changed over the years because you got to remember when those were made and yeah. when and the 60s. way, yeah, and then the way the world looks at things. And maybe he changed his thinking on that. Maybe he realized some of the stuff there that he didn't like anymore because they did convince him that they, that was not the intent. And they're right; there was no glorification of what no. was going on in Unforgiven. It was raw and just brutal. Now, don't get me wrong; the group that really jerks off with their guns. Are still going to jerk off to that, but no, it was it was thing. harsh reality. Yeah, there's so many good, very good, well done scenes. When oh, when uh, Morgan Freeman's character is killed and they put him in the box, yeah, and stand him up. Oh my god, um, it, 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 yeah, Unforgiven, uh, that movie, and then Tombstone. I that 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 came those. I think Tombstone a little before maybe. I love Tombstone. I'll be you, Huckleberry. Freaking Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer made that fucking movie. How he wasn't—he was not nominated for an Oscar, oh and That's I no, know it was not over the knock, top. It's not a knock on Kurt Russell, but Val Kilmer made that movie. Yeah, he was. I mean, so many great. Yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, I don't even so feel good. like he was over the top. He just embodied that character. Yeah, 
He's just this is this is who he is. This drunken gambling gunfighter. Oh, speaking of that, so he was a longer, and there the paw was a longer. Yep, paw was a know, longer. Which I guess was what was that um, tuberculosis? Yes. TB. Okay, mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, so antibiotics. Yeah, miracle drug that it is. Yes, I I would highly recommend it to anybody that's in. You know, look if you're not into westerns or whatever, it's it's a quick read. It's fun. Yeah, it's just it's just good. I don't know what to say. It was it was just a lot of fun. Everything about it, the supernatural stuff is. I like supernatural kind of stuff with in moderation. Oh, Lord. so fine line hold, hold between. On, hold on, hold on. What are you doing to the chicken that you've blocked me from seeing? What are you talking about? You just freaked me out. What? I can't see you on the on the FaceTime. I'm I'm on here. I'm okay. seeing myself. Oh, uh, oh, we we we. Uh, and you on. disconnected from it. Am I calling you? Yeah, I just answered it. Hey! All right. No, it, it went it went away, and that was since the the horrible things you were doing to the chicken what on video last time. Oh! I just, I just thought maybe you were doing something even worse to the chicken now, and you just didn't want me to see because you didn't want me to narrate it for our fans. So yes, you're this showing. Chicken? Yes, that chicken, that chicken who looks shocked and horrified with what you do to him. Yes, that that what you're doing. Pretending what? To make I didn't do anything. You. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. Anywho. How dare so you insinuate sixth, that I do untoward things with a chicken? The sixth thing. I, you weren't actually... I'm hoping you weren't actually doing those things. I hope it was just a performance for me. Julie Wait, was out of that, town for a while. Yeah, she was. But anywho. The Look sixth gun really was a lot of fun. I yeah. highly recommend it. Look at that face. I, I don't want to look at your chicken with its giant mouth. You're going to eat my chicken. You're going to crave it fortnightly. Uh, this is devolved. Then. I'm sorry. Yes, it's all right. I'm trying to get us back on track. It was a joke, and then we were offline, and I don't know how much of this stuff I'm going to leave in. You're going to leave all of it in. Probably. Because I said so? so no. Because I'm not in charge. By the way, so he edits this to make me sound stupid. Hey, by the way, I haven't listened to the whole, the one that just dropped. Where was I talking about strapping my brother's ball? I mean, I was obviously talking about a horse. Were you? <laughs> I hope so. I don't remember that at all. Listen to... I haven't listened to it at all. In case you've gotten this far into this podcast and you have not heard episode 10, listen to the beginning of episode 10 to hear Hav talk about his brother's sex life. Oh, my God. And I don't know why he brought it up. I didn't even know they were close enough that they discussed their sex life, but... I'm disturbed, and hopefully you will be too. Or if that not, was... you know, again, I'm not going to kink shame. It's fine. You say you're not going to kink shame, but and I feel I like you do it a lot. The hell. I was talking about look, my brother. Look. I, for some reason, was talking about a horse who had a brother. We, we were discussing equine therapy again. It was a... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No, it was an equine therapy thing. Oh my God! Okay, Every, and, when I feel a little I, bit, you and I were doing a, you and I were doing a bit about equine therapy, going back and forth, and then you dropped that whole thing, and I just <laughs> snipped it. And okay, I All mean, right. think about my brother, man. <laughs> they wrap a thing around his balls, so they. But okay, that makes sense now. Yes, but it was just right there, and I'm like, oh my God! Thank Done. You. Thank you. You just. Serve that up on a silver platter. Yes. So, so I, get, I take it we didn't so, get any emails. So speaking of mail, oh, not through the regular channels. We have a Facebook page that has not been updated in <gasps> forever, but we did get a message via Facebook from a Matt Vogel. 
I will read. I will read. I wrote it down so I don't have to log into Facebook and do all that. It says, Hav smells. That is all. XO. One of the Vogels. Smiley face. Emoji. Okay. Yeah. So we got mail from Matt Vogel, one of the Vogels. And he's telling me the reason why I should keep us doing this in our own homes instead of bringing us together. There you go. Matt Vogel went to high school with me and longtime friend, obviously, since I'm older now. Yeah, cool. Very nice. Very, very cool dude. That's awesome. I do. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I smell. Live with it. We all have noses. Right. As I suck up my mucus. Booger. Huzzah. Okay, so now we are, well, I guess I should mention, if you would like to send us a message, and I know you do, and I know the reason you have not been sending us messages is because A, not that many people listen, and B, we don't ever tell you where, so I'm going to do that now. We have a website hosted by my delightful brother, Patrick. It is havandcharles.com. Havandcharles.com. Now that's Hav, J-A-V, not Jav, and Charles. And you can go up to the top of the page. It says send Hav a message. That's if you're not on mobile. If you're on mobile, if you're on a mobile thing, it won't show it like that. It, it does something weird. We learned that when we learned how people are going to pronounce Hav and Charles when we went to trivia night for Hav's birthday. They did a Marvel trivia night for Hav's birthday, and we, we went and had fun with a group of wonderful fellows Caesar was there Ryan was there and Ryan's wife was there and Angie was Angie was there at the beginning Angie was there at the beginning she such a, she's so nice I I showed up first and she she's like I just let you know I'm gonna leave and I was like you yeah. don't have to leave it and as was, everybody showed up don't worry I'm leaving we're like you don't you, you just, yeah I <laughs> it's okay please, please stay we we so we when we were there, right as they were starting to announce, they were going through the first round of the trivia and announcing the stores. And we're about, I don't know, two-thirds of the way through. We did okay on that first round. And right before we got there, right before they announced us, Hav looks at Ryan and I and goes, they're going to say Jav and Charles. Yeah. And I swear, no more than 15 seconds later, Jav and Charles talk comics. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I'm, I, I, I've had the name for a little bit, and it's just not too many people. I don't know. I've only met one other Javier. Javi. Ha, and Hav, I don't know, is it's kind of like the short, you know, Bill versus Billy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if any. I'm sure other people go by Hav. But yeah, I just, I, I'm used to it. It happens. I just found it amusing. It yeah. was it, it and that, just and it because was, it was so it was just like seconds later. It wasn't even long. I, it was just Yeah. I'm also upset. I I still how we didn't get Loki's last name as Odinson. I'm still upset about. We were overthinking it. Oh, we, we I I did not put that. I I told you. I feel like a dumbass because I overthought I because I did. It was in my head. And I was like, no, clearly they want laughing. Odenheim. He's whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. No, it was any. I still can't remember the name of his frustrated no, I, father. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah it was. That, I, that was a lot of fun. 
It was that a lot was of fun. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We were hopeful that it would be. It was Marvel Comics, but it was actually Marvel movies. We yeah, were MC, it was com- MCU. It was definitely MCU. Every question was right out of the MCU, so we had way too much competition. We did Ace the second. There was a group of us that I mean, a bunch of people aced it, but I what five or six something like that. Yeah. But we were rather proud of that one because we and then we took a bath on the tenth. Yes. Yeah, on the third, it, the tenth, the third, the eighth, the seventh, the sixth gun. Twenty-three. Could do. This is the time on Hoven Trolls Talk Comics where we discuss what we're going to read next time on Hoven Trolls Talk Comics. Like totally for sure. So what you got for us? I am going to stay with the big two. Okay. And I am going to suggest Shazam. All right. Monster Society of Evil. Interesting. It's on the hoopla. It's four issues. And, and 784 pages. And it's 2,300 plus pages. No, it's... it's. I remember really liking this. It says 206 pages, but 206, Jesus. Okay, for four issues. It must, it must be oversized. But uh, Jeff Smith is the writer, uh, famous for the doing the comic Bone that... I've read very little of, but it's well regarded. And yeah, I think it's just a fun. Well, uh, yeah, let's let's see. Okay, I'm excellent. I'm, uh, I'll be interested to see what you think. I did finally watch the second Shazam movie this week. You mentioned that. Yeah. Did you finish it? I did. You didn't fall asleep? No, I didn't. That was Caesar. Caesar, I, I mentioned oh, that, that on our Caesar. group text, and Caesar mentioned that he had fallen asleep, and after he might try it again after reading my review, which was. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. Oh, yeah. I, there, there, there were some enjoyable moments in it, but it, it had a yeah, it had a lot of problems. So I have, I am not. I am going to stay on my path of off the big two. So I'm not going to do one of the big two either. I am, however, going to do something that people know of. I'm going to suggest League, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen by Alan Moore. Have you read that? Oh yeah. Okay. No, but it's awesome. We're gonna do it anyway. Oh yeah. No, it's that's it's good. It's okay. fun to read. And my guess is mine came out first this time, right? I'm gonna no. Uh-uh. No. Mine, mine is 2017. I'm pretty sure League. That's what I said. Mine came out first this time. Oh, sorry. Yes. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sorry. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Yours. Yours was sorry. I thought when you said first, I thought more recent. I don't know. Don't don't worry about my brain. Okay. It don't work good. Yeah. I'm the first volume, right? We're not going to jump yeah, in the we'll middle. Yeah, we'll do the first volume. Yeah, that's fine. I to Are you a fan of the movie? I've only watched the movie once. I did, and I watched the movie before I read the comic because I wasn't, and I, it was okay. I may watch it again at some point. I did find it after reading the comic and then reading a lot of it and going on. I found it very amusing that the Scottish guy that played Quartermain fuck what's his name sean connery sean connery was asked after the movie if he would be in the sequel and he he acted as if it was a very dumb question and that's just that actor thing of not having any fucking idea of the source material that you're working with which cracks me up yeah because sean connery's character at the end of the movie dies yeah but a it's a comic book and b Quartermain also dies, I think, at the end of... I haven't read the... the, But I do know he he dies in it, but he also comes back because the way he dies... Anyway... So not not to be hov and spoil things, this is is a comic that came out a long time ago, and yeah. They're talking about redoing it. 
I, I just, I swear movie? to God, I just saw something. They're talking about re, like trying to adapting trying to, it again. Trying to do it better? Yeah. Or I guess. trying to do it as weird? I'd have to watch it. I did not feel once, when I read the comic, I did not feel like that ad- adaptation was that great. Yeah. I mean, it was different. I mean, yes. it wasn't. They, they did not. They did not. Gr- I think the reason I felt that way, they got a lot of the points, but they did not get the feel of it because when he writes, because Alan Moore picks a time period and he writes that time period, and I don't think the movie captured the time period as well as the comic captured the time period. Okay, fair. I mean, I've. It's not like I'm a. You're not going to die the comics. on the, You're not going to die on the hill of the. The movie. The movie. No. Yeah. No, I and mean we'll, it was we'll, fine. We'll, we'll get into this next time. We have I haven't read this in a long time, and I like I said, I've only seen the movie once, and I probably won't watch it before we do this. Yeah. The next the next comic. So, anything okay. else you would like to add? I don't think so. I okay. think I'm I'm good. Hey man, thanks you uh, for like I always say, doing all the, the all the everything. I mean, editing, produ- producing, publishing. Thanks for doing the podcast with me, and thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been a lot of fun, and we'll... Well, we won't see you next time, but hopefully you enjoy this, and we'll enjoy the next one. Bye. Bye!